0: You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events and a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Hey.
1: As runners, and presumably anyone listening to this podcast is a runner, the term human powered movement seems pretty straightforward. Running is human powered movement, right? But our next guest here on the Running Around Charlotte podcast has a big, bold view of the term and has some pretty compelling reasons why. Let's check in with Adam Bratton. He's the guy who's behind the movement that is human powered movement. Welcome, Adam. How are you?
2: I'm doing fantastic. I'm I'm doing well and hope you guys are the same. Absolutely. D.C. Lucchese,
1: my friend, how you doing?
2: Moving my human
0: self <laughs> under my own power.
1: <laughs> Very good. All right, Adam, for the Unchurched, tell us what you mean when you say human-powered movement and what do you hope people think when they think about it?
2: Yeah, so it's it's obviously a very universal concept, right? I mean, that, that can be anything to anyone at any time, which is, you know, the, the negative is it's almost too broad, right? People are like, well, what does that mean? What, do you, what do you, I mean, it can, but the idea is it can mean anything. So what, what our mission is to facilitate greater human-powered experiences in all of us. Again, that can be, I always use the example, that can be climbing Everest, or that can be, you know, walking your dog around the park, what we're trying to do is we want to be facilitators and enablers of that wherever you are, right? You know, it's what y'all were doing with the marathon. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a 5k, there's a full marathon, whatever you want to do. We just want to get you out and moving. And so we're doing the same thing. We obviously are in the running space. We're in the mountain bike space. We're in the cycling space, climbing, surfing, skiing, you know, whatever it may be. Um, that That's kind of the space we want to be in. And so we want to use our platform to help uh, facilitate that and to enable more movement and activity in people's lives. So again, pretty pretty broad, um, but it is also very um, approachable and accessible to a large number of people.
0: Yeah, and broad in a good way, right? Broad in a good way. And yep. it goes without saying, but it should be said that this is not your full-time job <laughs> for, for those listening in. So how did you end up on this path? And how do you make time with a job with a family and trying to make your own adventures how do you make time to encourage other people to find their own
2: yeah exactly so this is obviously a passion project um you're right so a full-time job is a you know i, I rolled off i was at the whitewater center for about nine years and i was overseeing the marketing and events and sponsorship mm-hmm. and all those things and so i really i rolled off and started my own agency so we you know we, we support brands and organizations in the outdoor space and um so that's obviously a very, that's a business to business platform, right? That's just professional services and, you know, B2B stuff. This really is kind of this, this consumer facing arm that mm-hmm. for two real reasons, a, you know, certain brands that are, that I represent on the, on the you know, client side, they want to speak to that outdoor audience. They want to talk to that targeted audiences and that those qualified. And then also it's just, I just love doing this, right? I mean, I was a kinesiology major in college which is the study of human movement. And so what I'm into, right? what I'm passionate about, right. so what I'm excited about. So it's kind of blending my personal passion with, I'm, I'm creating a bit of a business model around it that, that can support, uh, you know, clients and also, uh, you know, quite frankly, now it's a, you know, there's a, there's tax write-off implications that are advantageous to, to do these things. I can go buy a new bike and it's easily justified because I'm promoting this human powered concept so this is my platform that allows me to kind of kind of engage the, the you know the general public and as far as a time I mean yeah that's the challenge but it's that classic you know I, I don't like the term work-life balance because in my opinion it's just a work it's just a life flow and you know it ebbs and flows and it interacts with each other all throughout and so I've I'm very fortunate to be able to kind of uh, combine my my business and, and pleasure into one kind of streamlined approach.
0: And before Tim asks his next question, I just want to put this out there: Do <laughs> not take tax advice
2: from Adam. This is
0: <laughs> or this program. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: let's, let's let's be clear. Let's let's put in the show notes that uh, that I'm absolutely no advisor nor professional nor (laughs) expertise nor i'm not knowledgeable in any way shape or form nor did you stay at a holiday and express last night
0: (laughs) kinesiology (laughs) major not accounting major just so there you go
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um i mean obviously we all we all enjoy exercise whether it be uh running or some other form of exercise um but how did it become your passion? Why do you think it's important for folks to get outside and have adventures?
2: Yeah, so again, I, you know, going way back, right? I was a jock growing up. I, whatever sport was in the season, I was playing. So, you know, football, basketball, soccer, whatever it is. And then, you know, I went to school. I played college football. I was very fortunate to kind of have that opportunity. And then my first job out of school, I was a, a personal trainer. I wanted to be a strength coach. And so, again, kines major. Um, I was a psych minor, but I, once I got out, I was working in Virginia beach and kind of, you know, I just got done playing football and one of a couple of my clients were, were marathon runner and they were kind of like, I'd never fancied myself as a runner. Um, I was more of a, a, a jock. And, uh, but once my, you know, my sports career was over, I was like, well, I need to, I need to fill that void with something and, you know, some sort of activity, some sort of productive, you know, uh, uh hobbies. And so, couple of my clients are marathon runners and they really got me into into running longer distance The shamrock marathon mm-hmm. as we all know is a, a phenomenal event up there in Virginia beach you know i got to know those folks yeah. really well and what, what jna racing is doing and so i uh, first half marathon was shamrock first marathon with shamrock and then you know i i just kind of got bitten by the bug as, as you know many of us do and started picking up other races <clears throat> and then it turned out i think it was like 2013 or so i had about seven or so different states that I'd run half marathons in. And I, you know, young, dumb and in love, I was like, well, that'd be a great idea to run a half in every state, right? That's an opportunity to explore the explore the country. And so, you know, I kind of just without think ignorantly throughout this goal of running a half in every state. And so that, that ended up being my kind of my North star for the next eight years. Um, and I was able to I actually finished up in Anchorage, Alaska in 2020. Um and uh, and and knock that knock that off the list so that that completed all 50 states and I was like all right well that was fun what's next and so I've kind of <laughs> evolved into biking climbing and other things into now but I'm also I'm, I'm continuing another streak where I'm trying to run a half in in 50 straight months so I, I like these longer term goals I like these you know yeah. you can't just knock them out in a week these are things that kind of keep me level throughout over a long period of time you know and that's what's cool about running right you can kind of you can do it whenever you can walk out the door put the shoes on and, and you know you don't need to drag your bike your boat your you know anything out so it's it's super accessible super easy just to throw some shoes on a walk out the door and, and rock and roll with it so I've uh, they running has sunk its teeth into me pretty aggressively and so it's it's kind of afforded me a ton of opportunities in my life both personally and professionally so it's that's kind of been my you know it's been 15 some years since I ran my first half and um, I've kind of hadn't really slowed down since
0: and I love that and, and as I was putting together our notes uh, to talk to you this morning uh, I, I read that blog the other day about the oh, cool. uh, completion of your uh your half marathons and i'm like oh he's he's literally looking at my notes here but i thought that was so great (laughs) that that as a young guy you were like you know it will be cool and then you didn't fold on it you you kept with it and over all those years i mean endurance is a virtue right but so is perseverance (laughs) but But I think one of the things that's one of the things that is great about what you're encouraging folks to do is you're not telling people that they have to or suggesting to people that they have to do something that takes forever and takes years and takes all this training and takes all this time and takes all this gear. You're saying, you know what, just as simply as, you know, ride the store today or walk the dog.
2: Yep, exactly. Exactly. And so. And that's, that's what, you know, Well, a, I, I, once I started putting it out there, I was going to do this goal. I was kind of like, Oh shoot. I'm kind of pot committed at this stage. So I, that was kind <laughs> of my driving force, but that's what I've kind of learned over the year, you know, race director at all the whitewater race series events for, you know, eight years. And so you mm-hmm. just see so many different people and you guys are doing the same thing at all races you have going on. But the idea is that like, yeah, there's not a one size fits all. I mean, and, and you know, everybody sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes people think that, and that's what I love, what, what Lisa's doing at run CLT run. She's like, look, the tag, I'm a runner or I'm not a runner. Like throw that out. It doesn't like, if, if you move forward, yes, you are a runner. You don't have to be running, you know, seven minute splits for 26.2. It's like, no, you can shuffle your, you could run, walk through a 5k and you're a runner. Like that's totally fine. So I like, I like kind of positioning things to say, Hey, yeah, like we want this to be accessible. I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to really kind of embrace that this sport. And so, you know, I love, I, I love when you see other people uh, getting involved too. I mean, we just did a group run last night, just a random pop-up group run out at a uh, recover brands, just had a little party out there and there was, you know, 20, 30 people showed up for a little mile and a half and three mile greenway run. And I was like, that's awesome. We all, you know, we got to meet new people. We got to hang out. We got to run together, do something a little active. And then we hung around and drank a few beers afterwards. I'm like, that is just a, it's a social lubricant, right? Whether that be beer running or whatever it is. And it just can yeah. bring people together. So that's what I like about it. And that was, you know, people didn't need to train for that. It was super casual pace. We're not, you know, blowing out any, any, any <laughs> hamstrings or anything. We're just walking and hanging out and and the sports really provided that opportunity. And that's a microcosm of, of, of what the greater sport provides.
0: Yeah. And I think you're right. You know, sweat is for sure a social lubricant, right? Cause when you get out there and whether you're running or riding or walking or whatever thing is, you're doing, you know, it's a shared experience and regardless yeah. of where, the, where you are, you know, socially, emotionally, spiritually, whateverly, after you've shared that experience, yeah. it's like, Hey, we got something to talk about we got this, let's, let's 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 confab on this a little further what was we were all there today what was your experience like Yeah, yeah it was great or it's like, oh i've done better man i've done worse or yeah, couldn't couldn't be more thrilled you know I, I think that's huge man that's huge i love it so yeah. now now again uh i, I want to get this back to you for a second uh you've done a bunch of stuff Uh-oh uh that you've touched on in like I said in the blog that's a human, human power movement which if you haven't had a chance to take a look at it y'all take a look at it i'll give you a chance to pitch it one more time at the end of this but tell us about uh uh some of the favorite adventures you've had
2: oh that's or heck, like, drop that's drop like one describe- of them on us here um well i think you know i'm i'm, I'm listening to simon Sinek's uh the infinite game right now hmm and the concept is right there's no that life is the journey right like you can't win at life you can't win business you, there's metrics that you can you know you can try and hit but there's no like there's it's an, a never-ending journey and so I've been fortunate you know I biked Blue Ridge Parkway I biked Natchez Trace Parkway I biked across Cuba run halves in every state you know all this kind of stuff um We've got a we've got a backcountry pack rafting trip dialed up for the Noatak River in Alaska. That'll be it's in August of this year, and so it's literally seven days on this super remote river in northwest Alaska, above the Arctic Circle, in massive bear country. It's basically like Eastern Russia, and I'm like, cool. That's a cool. Bear. You're in a pack rafts, literally, you know, hundreds some miles on this river, you'll see way more bear and elk and, and, uh, and moose than people. And we'll end in this little, you know, little Alaskan village of 300 some people. And so my point is that's not an experience I've had yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm always like, all right, cool. What's next? How can we, you know, how can I get out of my comfort zone a little bit in a productive way and, yeah. and learn Uh, that's a, just a, that'll be a phenomenal life experience. So, um, you know, that that's coming up. I'm not that I don't look back fondly at things that I've done as I do. And I, and I, I utilize that to, to try and, you know, mold my mind and perspective on stuff, but I guess I'm always kind of like, all right, what's next. And so, uh, that's probably not the answer, uh, uh, that you want on that question, but it's, it's more of a kind of a forward thinking and uh, you know, Hey, what, what's around the next corner kind of concept. And that's, that's kind of how I, I like to approach some things I can get me in trouble too sometimes, but
1: <laughs>
2: so far <laughs> relative. <laughs> if I don't yeah, come back.
0: That's great though, man. That's great. Well, there you go. Um, as you probably well know, do not put candy bars in your pockets, right? <laughs>
1: no, it's
2: like, this, nope. this is a big, this is a big got to we've got to kind of get it dialed in pretty tightly because it's a it's a high yield trip but it's also a very high risk trip uh and so we got to we put our big boy pants on for this one
1: so just logistically where where do you fly into and how do you get to that remote of an area how many people are going to start with i guess and so how many people are you trying to make this trip with and then and then fill us in on some of the logistical issues
2: there. Well, so perfect segue. We've actually worked, we're working with a ton of really, really phenomenal brands on this one. So Cocopelli, the pack raft company, and we're putting together a mm-hmm. kind of a, a step-by-step how to plan a pack rafting trip in the backcountry of, of, you know, Northwest Alaska for them. And so that's the idea. We're going through that now. We've got um, three professional photographers on with us uh there's five total um but so going back to we got to think about all right well, there's weight restrictions on the bush planes you know we can only have up to 1600 pounds total that includes you know personnel that includes gear food mm-hmm. everything you need for a week on the river and so, um we're, we're flying you know we're flying into a little town called kotzebue um which again is northwest alaska mm-hmm. um yeah we understand folks. Local- call it cots so we need to kind of learn the local lingo but uh we'll fly there that's a commercial flight and then we book private bush uh bush but literally on some you know some sandbar on the side of the river you know a couple hundred miles up and then he'll he'll come pick us up at the little at the little indie village uh where is our end point so but yeah i mean it's legit. like okay you need you know you need all gear water's not an issue because you can obviously fill. All gear, all food, all camera equipment, all crap um, yeah. you know, safety. I mean, we're even going to have a um, an elect- a, a mobile electric fence to set up around our campsite each night for for bears. So it's just like, how do you you know how factor all that in? We have all these deliverables that we need to, to provide to the to the brands, whether it be NRS or Jetboil or Backcountry mm-hmm. or Coca Hyperlite all boards. You know, it's, this is what I go back to. Before, kind of created this business out of my personal uh, passions. So I'm very fortunate to be on a team that that's you know, going up, and they know what they're doing too. But like, we're all working through this, saying, "Hey, this is a big mission, right? These brands are counting on us. They're they're supporting this this expedition and relying on us to a know what the hell we're doing. Which shame on them for making a wrong assumption on that one. Uh, but B is like, you know, we deliver high quality product to them and uh and part of it is yeah we have to figure out those logistics and uh, we've been talking about this for mm-hmm. five months already uh, um we've got to book some, some lodging when we can we got to go through all the gear you know the gear audit um see if we can make those mm-hmm. weight limits right that bush that bush plant one, like i said 1600 pounds yeah. so there's a lot of moving pieces that that are involved this is not you know the, the, you know at the world center for 20 minutes this is very much a whole different world uh and but I'm, that's a, the fun I'm assuming right? we i said before i love like all right what's around the corner like
1: i'm assuming they don't have a holiday in there in uh katsubu <laughs> or a weston
2: <laughs> no uh, that's the thing all right you know, we pack all of our food here in charlotte because you know our flight was straight into Kotzebue and there's like well there's no I mean it's literally the, I think Kotzebue is like maybe a thousand people or something like that um but there's yeah there's no there's no services there right like we we'll mm-hmm. probably I'm assuming we'll get you know rent a room from a local right and that's about it that's about the extent of our services so yeah. it's it's very front heavy on the logistics side which is a big part of this thing i'm not saying that the the, being on the river but uh the hard part is certainly it's it's front-loaded on the logistical side Mm -hmm. to set us up for success once we're up you know you have what you have and you have to kind of deal with it if you forgot to bring something then you can't just go to the store and snag it (laughs) that's not that's not an option
0: (laughs) yeah and what i'm hearing in all of that is that you are pretty much guaranteeing that you won't be the slowest one there in bear country, which I would think would be a bonus.
2: Yeah, and you, I, you broke up a little bit there, DC, so I think... What did you oh, think again? Are you trying to... <laughs>
0: yeah, so, uh, it sounds like what you're working on there is making sure that you're not the slowest one in the group in bear country. <laughs>
2: Well, I, unfortunately for me, I'm, I'm probably not at the at the end of the uh, heat as far as the paddlers that are going to be. That one that one, literally and figuratively may come back to bite me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm counting on that guy with the video camera to be a little bit slower, right?
2: <laughs> Open. I might see if I can put some of my gear and weight to, to weigh him down a little bit. Don't tell them. Exactly. When is this going to air? i, I I'm, before on the trip so they know my strategy <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we'll
0: keep that on, we'll keep that on the down low man keep that on the down low well so before, before we get gone in- right um before we get gone tell us how we can find this inspiration and how we can connect with human power Move.
2: Yeah, so it's just humanpoweredmovement.com, the website, just all one word, and then Instagram, humanpoweredmovement. Um, mm-hmm. We've got, got a Strava Club. Um, we just started a YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be putting out a film here shortly. Um, we we picked up, um, we ordered 12 dozen socks from Defeat, who's just up in just outside Hickory, and we literally, mm-hmm. we created the Film. Uh, we when we picked up the socks, we literally biked up there. So in true human-powered fashion, we said, "Hey, it's easy to have them shipped to us, but that's not that's not what we're doing here." So we rode our bikes up there, stuffed all of our bike packing bags with socks, twelve dozen socks, and and rode back. And so that's kind of the concept too. But you know, so that's on the, the YouTube channel. But again, the point is, we're trying to be enablers and facilitators to get people to think a little bit more. Right, recover brands is a is a brand that that's one of our, our good partners, and they're yeah. producing recycled, locally, uh, you know, apparel. So that's who we go with. We we spend a few more bucks on you know on shirts and merch and all that stuff, but there's a reason for it. We need to. Uh, I you know I'm obviously the driver of this human powered movement concept, but I feel strongly that you know we all love running and biking and paddling and you know being out in nature. Well, yeah, but we have to be stewards of it too. We can't just you know, yeah. not think about our impact. Be very, con- in, in my opinion, we need to be very honest, intentional and aware of of that impact that we do have. And you know, there is impact, right? That's just a natural byproduct. But yeah. we uh, we're trying to let's be cognizant of it. Let's be aware of it. Let's try and minimize it when and where and and let's be environmental stewards. Because if not, then somebody else isn't going to be able to do that trail run that, that we enjoyed you know 100 years ago so that that'd be a, a bit of a travesty that's why uh if you, you can't the listeners won't be able to see the background but you know there's reasons why i have these beautiful pictures on my backgrounds these calls because i it's it's an inspirational thing and so you know <laughs> we want to do our part to help that concept
1: yeah
0: great stuff man adam we Bradley, appreciate it Human very much our movement
1: yeah thank you adam
0: The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race date distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.